bitches. Welcome back to Jabber. I'm your host, Jono Madison. And today we have the gorgeous model actor, Ty Talley. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. So um, what's going on? What's what's up? I'm good. I'm just kind of, you know, hustling and hustling and hustling nonstop. I just moved into a new apartment right in Hollywood. And I'm just kind of living my uh, extreme home makeover edition life at Home Depot and Lowe's so <laughs> that's literally where I live so <laughs> much realness right no seriously like drill power tools drills wrenches uh, lasers I've got everything I swear, I swear to god you have lasers you, like like uh wall lasers like oh so not like what do you think I what do you think I'm talking about like laser guns I'm like lasers like, like la- She's look, she's such a femme queen, she can't even. She's like, wait, lasers? That what do you use that for? <laughs> like you can get those at Home Depot? <laughs> I don't think you can get lasers there. Okay. Like, yeah, that's what I've been, that's kind of what I've been like kind of occupied with for like the time being. But it's great. I love where I live now. That's awesome. So do you have any big plans for Halloween in a few weeks? Um, I literally haven't even thought about Halloween, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna do something I don't know I feel like you just throw rhinestones on anything and it just makes it a little bit more uh fabulous yeah just put rhinestones on your dick and just walk down Santa Monica Boulevard done well then I wouldn't be in a costume that would just be regular a weekday outfit well that's what when you go to Santa Monica Boulevard (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) me and my white pumps and and just my bedazzled genitals Speaking of Santa Monica Boulevard, it goes right through West Hollywood. And um, we had right. this fun little concept talking about WeHo Confidential. Oh, yes. Oh, the West Hollywoods of it all. <laughs> so I'm a California native and I was born and raised here in LA. And when I was 17, I started going out to, you know, like the clubs and whatnot and totally totally got a feel of what you know like what we is all about yeah 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 west hollywood is a special place it's uh it's a little uh imaginary world that lives right in the middle of los angeles mm-hmm. where nowhere else is like it in good ways and bad but i think it's just ah, i don't know it's a very um interesting place to be yeah it's like its own planet and there's yeah a bunch of strange and unusual people there. <laughs> what Does I it... didn't realize though, is coming to Los Angeles, I, I've i never been, being out West is kind of like very new for me. I've only, I've been here for two years, but other than moving here, I've only been to California one time prior to moving here. But I didn't realize that a lot of the people that you see in WeHo don't actually live here. Some, mm-hmm. but the majority of them travel a, a sort of a distance I heard of somebody was like oh I live in Calabasas and I uh drive to WeHo Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday night and I'm like every four days a week you travel from Calabasas to here mm-hmm. for to, to go out and be seen and dip in like I just in a way also too it's like LA's little safe place you know like it's yeah it's where the it's where the gays go to feel safe, to live their life, to wear their tank top during the winter and live their what's, best life. What's crazy is to the straight people, it's a safe space. But to the gay people, 
it might not be the safest place because really? the twinks are vicious. The twinks are vicious out here. With oh, their, yeah, that's true. With their silver tongues. Yeah, they're hungry. <laughs> I came up with this list of um, like top three people that, you know, like live in WeHo from what I've seen, you know, okay. and people who I know they're probably going to get mad at me but you know hey we whatever uh -oh. so one is. we have the people who are industry people they work their ass off they you know like built their establishment in west hollywood and they will keep the city going essentially and then okay. there's the other people who have accommodations in place you know to live their life be happy and comfortable okay and then we okay. have uh, uh the third person it's they're basically trust fund babies on a journey and we're, we a journey to, yeah we get to see that on instagram okay yeah i think um i would say those categories are pretty correct um which it but it's what's interesting is you never know and it's like a lot of the people don't want you to know what category they belong to yeah and I, and it's it's very what I've noticed in Los Angeles, and it's a very strange thing that only happens here, is the first thing you ask somebody is like, "Hi, what's your name and what do you do?" And it's just like everyone's so interested in. Yes, it's an industry town, and yes, it's in like an industry like being in entertainment and things like that. And you want to find out, you know, if I think a lot of things are based on who you know. And if you know somebody that does something, then it can help you and benefit you. And it's uh, of course a collaborative like you know, thing that helps, but also it's a bit shallow and superficial because you don't really care to get another person unless they can benefit you for one thing. Correct. You know, that you're looking Correct. for. But we all but we all come here. We all come here. That's how that's how this town works. That's how the town is built. Is hi, how are you? What do you do? If you can help me, then we build some sort of relationship. I don't necessarily think that's a friendship. I think that's an acquaintance situation and a work situation you know what i mean and i think um what's interesting is there's a bit of a blurred line to where when people ask you what do you do you know of course it, we're, we're all homosexuals out in west hollywood so it's riddled with a little bit of shade it's riddled with a little bit of you know um ulterior motives to find out what you do or who you're sleeping with or you know and why do you have so much money or what do you do to get your money which is, it, it, you know, it's a bit messy, but it, it just is what it is. But I, I just think it's such a bizarre, it's, it's a bizarre phenomenon that happens here. Yeah. It's kind of like the um, song by Ariana Grande. It's like, what's your motive? Very that. <laughs> and Very. so it, it, we're, always, we're always on the alert. Like, they're like, okay, so what are you here to do? What are, you, what are, your, what are your plans? What, do you, what, what are you good at? What, are you, what can you do? Okay. Can I have your phone number? Okay, let me put this in here. <laughs> Type of thing. Right. Well, and what's crazy is uh, you see in those three categories that you have, you have the people that work their ass off to build their life in West Hollywood, right? Movers and shakers, you mm -hmm. know? I look at some of them as chic gays. That's what I kind of call them, like movers and shakers, the people that are moving. And, you know, yes, like some may live in an apartment, but they're saving up their money to buy the furniture to put in their house that they want to own because they're working. For, like those are the movers and shakers that I see. Um, they actually own people, their. That's what I'm saying. It's not rent. It's not rent. It's not rented or put on layaway. You know what yeah. I mean? They're. Um, 
and those people are the most admirable. And I think those people benefit from the situation, the work situationship game of, oh, you're this, you that. And then, and I think within that, when movers and shakers meet movers and shakers, I think then you see a team collaborative of people getting together and using one another's resources of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm working, I'm doing this, I'm working. Oh, do you know a construction guy? Oh, do you know a gardening guy? Like, it's like in, in that way, and you see, I've seen that world work and it works really well because it, there's some sort of, um, I think, what's the word I'm looking for? It's some sort of like legitimacy when you see somebody who is hardworking, knows what they want, knows their goals, isn't lazy and is up doing these things, right? You see them, there's like this legitimacy to them and then that it helps you kind of work if you are that mover and shaker. But if you're not, because some of the other Instagram models and people that have dreams and don't do anything, but go to the bars every single night, those people, and it's hard to differentiate which one is which sometimes. Yeah. But when you look at the, the people that are just out living their life and on a journey, and doing whatever it is that they're doing it's like oh i want to be a a singer and a songwriter or i want to be this and i want to be that and it's like well what are you actually actively doing that's another thing that you see when one group is very one group is very definitive in what it is then the other one the lines are a little blurred because they look legit they look like they have some sort of legitimacy to them but really it's just like oh i'm just on a journey and i want to live my life and i you know this that and the other and it's like those people wake up at 11 noon every day and don't really do anything. And, and that's where it gets frustrating for me because you hear these people talk about their dreams and you hear these people talk about their aspirations. And it's like, well, no one here, no one, no one here wants to know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? What are you doing? You're getting up every, every morning at 11, 12 o'clock going to, the, you know, going to lunch and then the gym and then what dinner and then going out you're not, you're not acting, you're yeah. not modeling, you're not singing, you're yeah. not following your dreams, you're wasting your time. Yeah, wasting time and money. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, there, is their money wasted? Because sometimes it's just in a trust fund just for them. Mm-hmm. And it's just that. But I've, I've encountered, because I, you know, like, I shoot tons of, you know, these little gay boys that come from all over the world yeah. essentially and so you know talking to them seeing what they're about and whatnot and hearing their stories you know like they're like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna doing this type of thing you know like because i'm i'm in my journey and i talked to you like maybe two or three years ago you're not doing anything <laughs> like Nothing. you're, you're Nothing. still like you're still in the same spot like you're not like where, where's the progression still where, going out where, where's where's the hunger you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. where's, where's, where's the need to, to push yourself to do these types of things and work? And then it, it becomes like, you know, like that, um, that fictional, like um, saying, you know, like it's La La Land. Like everyone goes into yeah. this trance of like, oh, it's Hollywood. Oh, it's so glamorous and everything. Is it really? Are you doing what you said you're going to be doing? And then have you actually walked on Hollywood Boulevard? It smells like piss. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. But it proves a good point. It, I think what I've noticed being here and in, in like probably most recent months, what I've noticed is this place that we live was based on like 
a realtor's like, you know, selling point. It's like, this is Hollywood land. You know what I mean? I think the land fell down in like 1929 or something like that. But this fantasy that they were selling, oh my God, you need to live in the hills. These are, these are the Hollywood, the Hollywood land hills. This is where you need to live. This is the main, and it's this fantasy that these people created to give to people. And what I've noticed now is to the movers and shakers, they always say this one thing, LA is what you make it. And the key to that, the key to that saying was, it's what you make it. When you make LA the fantasy, you, it actually becomes your reality. So when you work hard to do that fantasy, you have these crazy dreams, you have these crazy things, you just start doing them. And then soon enough, your fantasy of what LA will be for you is going to be your reality. And a lot of these people that these movers and shakers live in homes, own their homes, mm. are doing the work. They've created this fantasy. And yes, it takes hard work and it, it takes a lot of luck. I will say that. It takes a lot of luck. But you have to create that. Like the realtors created this land of property where you needed to be. And so when you see these people like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm Don't say you're going to do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And you, it, it's like when people visit LA and you want to show them around, you've got to give them the fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Give yourself the fantasy of when you live here and then it will actually happen. Don't take them on the main streets. <laughs> well, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I also see, um, and this just may be, so I'm, from, I'm originally from Ohio. And so in the Midwest, we believe in, you know, earning something, you know, you work hard, you get, you, you earn what you worked for, right? And then I frequented New York and I lived in New York a couple of times and not for very long, but I think in my early twenties, I frequented so much that it kind of raised me as an adult. It kind of gave me, like gave me that grit, that toughness, that hustle mentality. And, and with that, I come here and you see how like lax everything is and almost I want to say lazy you see how slow people move in in New York City it's like boom 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 boom. it's like an example is just even going to the going to Fire Island in New York City you have to get up at 6 a.m you have to go take the subway to the Penn Station you then have to take the the train to you know a different location then you have to get on a, a taxi and then you have to get into a ferry and then you get on the island and you're there by 9 30 10 a.m here we're gonna leisurely not set an alarm we're not getting up at any particular time noon we're gonna go grab a bite to eat and get to the beach at three o'clock three o'clock to get to the goddamn beach the sun is about to set what, what like it's just it doesn't make any sense and it's so lax and it's it's so lazy but that's how people even work here it's like oh well do you want to do a meeting at you know 11 why can't we do a meeting at 8.30, 9? Are you not awake? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. Like, you want things to get done and you want to create this fantasy for yourself and you want to create this luxurious life, but you don't want to wake up? You enjoy sleep too much? And w- with what you said about the hunger, it's like, you don't ha- you're don't. you not going to have to get hungry. You need to get starving. You're going to have to get some dog inside of you to get the gears going and to get, you know, your ass up and moving. Yeah. That's true. It, right. And it's not and it's not hard. That's the thing is. It's really not hard. You just have to start. Mm-hmm. You just have to start. And that starting point is every day, sometimes every hour, 
sometimes every minute. It's the wake up, wake up, wake up. Come on, you got to do this for yourself. Yeah, I feel so guilty booking Ty Talia at 12.30 today. <laughs> I mean, I've been up, I've been up since 6 a.m. But that's every day. You have to. Yeah, it's true. I mean, what, what's the point? What, what is sleep going to do for you? Yeah. It's just, you know. These bags are real. Not yeah, but like... also bags <laughs> also come with a Prada logo and a Balenciaga logo. Mm -hmm. So bags are bags, honey. They're always going to be there. Yeah, and that's what they made shade. concealer for. That's, they, have listen, light, they have a light shade of beige. Listen, a little bit of, I think everybody on this earth, if they're going to be recorded on the camera, needs just a couple dabs of concealer and that will clear all that right up. That's the secret. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not sleep. Please. <laughs> <laughs> my god but i i think you know living here i've seen you know the people i've seen these categories of these groups of people and it's just you kind of know where you are and what what you stand for and it's up to you to change it and you know everyone everyone does something for a coin you know what i mean and whether it's you know, sweeping chimneys, sweeping floors, mopping floors, you know, having a sponsor. And if you're a queen of a particular age or you are old school, you know what that means. But, you know, it, and, and I also believe in like, you know, I, I, I've done so many things. Like I've, I've cleaned floor, I've cleaned homes, apartments, I've done literally everything. And if you've done, if you haven't done something strange for a piece of change, I don't trust you. I mean, I really don't. Everyone but, is but, but like it, it, it comes down to it. It's like you know, like you see people giving and 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 like they're just doing things for free. It's like who's paying for it at the end of the day? Like somebody has to pay for this, you know, like yeah, no matter what it is, if it's someone's driving somewhere, they have to pay for the gas, someone's um hosting an event, something someone's doing some something that is needs some type of form of payment, like who's someone's paying for it, yeah, you know, at the end of the day. I'm like who's paying yeah. for it? <laughs> and it, it, and it, it's, but I think there's also something about Los Angeles is the difference between Los Angeles and New York is everyone in New York understands and there's a collective understanding that we all need to hustle, mm -hmm. and that's it. And it doesn't matter how you do it; you just need to do it. Here, it's a bit different because everyone's so interested in how you're hustling and what to do, what how you get bills paid or how you get uh, you know gas for your car how you get these things and I think there's a there's a sense of judgment with all of that with a lot of people and I think the judgment comes from and what I was surprised when I moved here is I thought ever I thought everyone was going to be gorgeous I thought everyone was going to be successful I thought everyone was going to be very confident it's the most insecure place I've ever been in my in my entire life because everyone's so beautiful. So everyone's so intimidated and scared of everyone. We're all human beings, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we're not foreign to human behavior. But a, a lot of that is face tune. Well, <laughs> but, in, in what even, but even, in, even the physical face tune of going to the dentist, if you know what I'm saying, and getting some work done on your uh, molars and your wisdom teeth, I think even that part of it, the physicality part of it, it, it creates so much um, illusion and insecurity because, you know, you always want what you don't have, right? And with that, it's 
this place is so riddled with insecurity that it allows for the demons inside your mind to tell yourself you're not good enough, to judge other people because you're really um, envious of what they have and you're jealous of what they have and you want what they have. And that's the little dangerous part about living here. It's like you can, you know, succumb to that. Yeah. And, and a lot of people who come here think that they have to be that, you know, like cookie cutter um, face, look and aesthetic yeah. in order to be successful. I have tons of people that come here obsessed with just pumping their lips up. And it's yeah. like, oh, I have to like keep up with everything. Okay, you, you can do it. And like, you look like Bozo the Clown right now, but like, it's like, okay, but like, look at everybody else. Like, look at the real people. Like, look at the people who actually work here. <laughs> and the thing is, the, what, what's crazy is the, all these people, all these transplants come to Los Angeles thinking, oh my God, I need to go through the LA car wash. I need to get my teeth done, I need to get my nose done, I need to get my lips plumped, a little bit of cheek, a little bit of this, some Botox. And it's like, are those people working? No. Are those people working or do they belong in a, a specific category where their um, where accommodations they, are made? I think they do belong to a certain category. Also, they get the, the care credit card. Certain places take that. I, I was one of those people. But um, you know, <laughs> they're chasing the dream and chasing an aesthetic that they think is what they should be doing. And, and it's like, for, for instance, acting. Like a lot of these people come and they're like, oh, I need to become the Zac Afrons, or I need to become the, you know, I need to become the look of Hollywood or like, you know, the girls come and they're like, I need to look like Kim Kardashian. And it's like, you know, you come here and you look like Kim Kardashian, but uh, I don't know if anyone's told you, there's already a Kim Kardashian. There's already a Zac Efron. So the people that come and stay true to themselves and don't try to replicate something, you know, it's one thing to adapt to your environment and to your culture. And you've got to be able, you've got to be adaptable to kind of fit in. You can't just be, you can't just, you know, not conform in some way, shape. You know, you have to be moldable, right? Yeah. But that doesn't why, why mean. Do you think, why do you think casting directors host casting calls? Because they want to see something different. They want right. to, like how you said the Zac Efron's or Kim Kardashian's, they go to them. Because they, call, they call yeah. her. They yeah. call him. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's the, that's the, there's a bit of authenticity. And I think that that word authenticity is like thrown around so much of people like, oh my God, you're so authentic. Oh my God. Like your, your authenticity is amazing. Like it's not, I think that word has kind of just lost a bit of its like weight to it because you look at people and you look at New York city and this is what I, I just always think of New York city. It's like, you think of original style, you think of originality. And here it's kind of a bit fraudulent and a bit fake because everyone's on their best behavior because they never know where that next gig is gonna come from. And with that, you lose, you filter so much that you lose who you actually are and you lose what people actually really love about you. And you lose that, the sweet, sensitive, you know, person that you actually are because you filter all of it through just so you don't suck up or look bad in front of whoever it may be. But the guy, and, and I think this is also something people forget, you know, we're so consumed with what people think of us and not messing up in front of people. And when, when we do that, we, 
we're so consumed with what other people think about us and later on in life we don't care what other people think about us uh, think about us then later on in life after that we don't give a fuck what people think about us right there's because, one point you, you put up a front and you, you then wake up one day and you'll be like what the fuck am i doing right but then there's one part where a lot of people don't get at this until they're much older and the part that i'm talking about is if you think about it human behavior which we're not foreign to because we are all human if we're so consumed with what other people think about us and we're consumed with ourselves and then we're consumed with not giving a fuck what people think about us don't you think everyone else is thinking the same exact thing don't you think that no one is the gag is no one's actually thinking about you at all because they're all thinking about themselves. So you might as well act a fool and do whatever you want because it's almost as if no one's looking. That's a good way to look at it. I never thought of it that way at all. If you make mistakes, everyone makes mistakes. If you do these things, if you fuck up, it's what makes you likable. It, it, the, the, you know, it adds texture to your life. It adds texture to your persona. And you know, if somebody is so perfect all the time, it's boring, mm-hmm. sorry. You know, you look at the careers of some superstars that you know, and you look at certain careers that are like perfect all the way through, not missing a beat, not making a mistake. Icons, uh, and I don't use that word lightly, but American icons. You yeah. look at these people and, and, you know, they're not likable because it's so perfect. It's almost mechanics. But then you look at people that mess up, that do this, that fail, that come back, that, that you know, go away for a little bit and make a comeback. And it adds likability because we all fuck up. We all have these mistakes. We all misstep. But it makes you so much more likable. And, it, it, and the, that vulnerability makes people fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that, you become bland. Yeah, you want to be relatable. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like the relatability is what I, what I talk about when I say, you know, we can't be foreign to human behavior because we are all humans. So how can you be foreign to human behavior? Mm-hmm. Can we like, t- can we like just get together and just give Ty Tally a, a therapist license? <laughs> I've played uh, many roles in my life and a therapist is one of them to lots of friends and family members, of course. We need to put your number down. But, the- but, but, but let me tell you, my Venmo has not seen a goddamn dime from any of them. Not, not a cent. I think but. you just take a weekend course and you can get a little paperwork and get that started. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Just on retainer for whoever needs me. Okay, we're going to take a little nap and we'll be right back. Hey, bitches. If you feel like spreading your patronage, visit the Jono Shop. Limited edition prints, zines, t-shirts, postcards, and more. Use discount code J-A-B-B-R for 15% off your order at jonophoto.com. All right, guys, we're back. And Ty, do you have any other thoughts? Yeah, I think just kind of to tie things up in a bow at the end of it, when or if you're looking to move to Los Angeles and if you're a little gay boy in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas, Ohio, Florida, wherever it may be, hey, I girl. think coming coming here, don't get lost in the sauce. Just, you know what you came here for? The hardest part is getting here. And once you've made it here, 
now you make it happen for yourself. And I think with that, you have to, I know it's so cliche to say like, stay true to yourself and ah, but it, but to be honest, really you have, the authenticity is what makes you, you. And you know, every, there's no vacancy anywhere else. So stop trying to be anyone. Just be literally just come with what you have. You literally don't need anything but the clothes on your back, basically, and you, and you can make it happen for yourself. Any, I mean, we did, we moved here or you've been here, but you, you know, the, the culture in Los Angeles is the relevant, the staying relevant in Los Angeles is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to do that, anyone can do it. Yeah. Well, I think that's different about me. It's I'm I never lived in the West Hollywood area. I yeah. I was that one that did commute and visited the area and hung out with people there. I've stayed there for for a while, but I've always been one that was like a little bit outside, still part of LA. But, yeah. But just like I I guess I viewed from a distance and I knew. I knew my place. I knew where who I was. I knew where I yeah, was. Yeah. So I chose to, you know, be my the little boy that grew up in Montebello that that watched from a distance, and that was right. okay with it. But you know, like you, I guess you just have to come out here one day. Anybody who's listening, just come out here one day and just experience it for yourself. And just take it, take it in for yourself and you see what, see what it is. Don't fall into the trends. Don't fall into the Hollywood car wash. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> and, yeah. The LA car wash. Yeah, of and, course. <laughs> and, and, you, you know, that's not necessary when, when you be genuine and true to you, you get those gigs be, because of you being you. Exactly. And I think that's what's most important. And Ty is just the advocate of that and just love that. <laughs> No, it, it, it's true. It's, it's, and then, you know, I came out here and I've been told for years to change my look and to do this and do that. It, it, another point to staying true to who you are and staying true to that, that authentic factor about you. You look at icons mm-hmm. in the United States of America, American icons, Michael Jackson's of it all, the Madonna's of it all. These people have signature looks. You can create a caricature with no facial expressions, but you create one with a mole and some blonde hair with some dark roots and a red lip, you know that's Madonna mm-hmm. because she stayed, she stayed true to that, who she was. Madonna, well, let's, let's be honest now, she's not the prettiest girl in the world. She's not the most beautiful girl in the world, but she has a signature look that she stuck to. And when you stick to that and you don't conform to certain things and you go against the grain because it's just actually you just being authentically you, you then become what? An iconic figure. You, you, Michael Jackson, you know, the, there's certain things that he did because, you know, they were just true to him. Like the high rise, the, the white socks and the, the high rise pants. It's like from his childhood, they couldn't afford pants that could fit, go to the ground. So they wore those and they didn't have black socks. They only had white socks. They couldn't afford to get the black socks. Yeah. So it's like when you stay true to yourself, but you see white socks and black shoes and black pants, you automatically think of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And when you stay true to that, you then have an iconic look and you then have a signature. And I think that's what it's all about here is that when, if you have a signature, if somebody is able to easily recognize you from a character that somebody has drawn, you've, you've kind of done it. Yeah. 
when you think of when you think of you know a big booty and uh, a pink wig and some big breasts you know you you think of Nicki Minaj you know you think of a pink thing wig and, and a big and, you know ass shots and big titties and you know what I mean it's there's there's these characters in American culture and in American history that are easily recognizable but they didn't conform to everyone else they didn't go through the car wash I mean they had a, a couple things done but you know they didn't conform completely to become somebody else. I personally have been through the car wash on a special, <laughs> like, you know, when they have the little specials and the coupons in the, in the penny saver. It but, was on Sunday. On uh, Sunday. That's what it was. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a busy day, but, you know. Okay. You, my you, get, you just go through and get the express wash mm-hmm. and then everything's already yeah. taken care of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just a little minor, the, the basics. <laughs> I have a question for you. So, what what was what, what was something that was asked for you to be changed? Um, my hair was a big thing to be changed. My hair really? has always been a, a thing. Of, that was like something that I I loved about about your aesthetic was just like the way that your hair was just formed. I just love the way yeah. that that looked. Yeah, I I've been told to change my hair. I've been changed, told to cut it. I've been told to make it smaller, make it tighter, make it. You know, more, I, I, a bit less urban is what they say you know make can you make it a bit straighter can you do this I've been asked to do a plethora of things and for me it's just like did anyone did, did Ariana Grande even flinch when people told her to take down her ponytail mm-hmm. now you see all these girls out here walking the street yeah. with you know the snatch back high ponytail like, you know, oh, I'm pretty you're... sure you were just your face would look so different if your hair was short. You wouldn't look like you. <laughs> that, and that and that's the thing. It's like, you know, and and it's like, yes, I was talking about adaptability and being moldable. It is moldable because I I've packaged and created this quote unquote look for myself mm-hmm. that I think is sellable across all points. And I know it is. It's not the most perfect. It's not the prettiest. It's not the most muscular. It's not the most perfect thing, but it's something. Yeah. And it's my thing. Yeah. And that's the most important part. Because mm-hmm. one day, let me tell you, you're going to look at a caricature of some curls and a jawline, and you're going to be like, I know who that. Wait a minute. Now, wait, now hold on now. Now I know who that is. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. But the message here is to just love yourself. Okay. Because ain't no one going to do it out here. I know. Listen, <laughs> you can try, but it ain't no, going to No, no, that's not, that's, that's not true. I think also a, a thing that I've been listening to, I think the, uh, with that, someone, someone said, um, I believe it was Jennifer Lewis that said, Make sure you love yourself so that when love stands in front of you, it won't be a stranger. And I think that's the most important thing. Because if you figure out how to love yourself, it will not be a stranger when it comes in the form of a man, woman, or something in between standing in front of you trying to love you. It won't seem foreign. Well, like, you know, like one of our our Greek gods that we have here in in West Hollywood, RuPaul. Wait, what did you call me? What did you call me? What if you can't love I, yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else can yeah. i get an amen That's yeah what it is. yeah and, it, and it's true though you have 100%. to be, you, you have to be able to 
love and care and take care of yourself in order to yeah. shine and to yeah. be something. Yeah. Okay. Um, you mentioned to me that you're working on something. Right? Yeah, I've got a little project coming um, coming about. I'm starting a podcast and I'm going to be filming. Um, I think it might be out by the time this is out. Okay. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but... Um, Wait, what yeah, are you talking about? Do we fit? We do not film in advance. We film the day of. Oh yeah, yeah. No, tomorrow it'll be out tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, um, but it's it's a podcast. Basically, you know, I've I've been the quote unquote therapist to a lot of people and a lot of friends and a lot of family, and I, I I've been given the gift of gab. You know, I have the ability to kind of tell a story and take people on a journey and take, you know, people out of their day for five, 10, 15 minutes at a time and kind of take them somewhere else, make them laugh, entertain them, tell them a story, you know, connect with them and make them feel something. And with that, why not put it on, you know, press record and, and make it happen naturally. It's something I do every single day. So might as well just start doing it and share it with the world. Everyone's got a story. Tell it. Yeah. And I think that's what my podcast is basically going to be. Um, it's going to revolve around just kind of storytelling and helping people, you know, giving people little Thai Tally tidbits on how I've gone through life and how I've made life easy for myself, how I've overcome things. And with these Thai Tally tidbits, I think, it, it, you know, it can help somebody, you know, you never know. It could be somebody listening, somebody that just so happened to walk by somebody listening to this and then hear something. And then you never know who it can help. And like I said, we're, 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 we're not born to human behavior. We all have experiences that, that connect with one another. And when you share them, you then create a space to where you feel like you're not alone. And I think that's what it's all about. That's beautiful. <laughs> and I would love to help you with it as well too. If you need, if you need a guest that has, of issues. course, of course. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Of course, I'd love to have you. I'd love to. I'm into it. So, uh, I'm. Where will we find this when you announce it? Um, it'll be on. I mean, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Titali Official. I'm on Twitter at Titali. Oh, and also the only reason there's an official at the end of it is because somebody with a lion as their bio pick or whatever stole my name and I can't get it back because they won't give it to me. And it's not even an active profile. So that's why it's like Ty Tally official, Ty Tally underscore. It's just, it's hard out here for a pimp. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, but the but point yeah. is it's official. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. And so then I'll probably announce that on all of my platforms at the same time and just kind of, you know, luge everyone's timelines with all of my stuff <laughs> like I always do I meant to that <laughs> thank you so much Ty for coming on and sharing your experiences with WeHo my ex some of my experiences my, my <laughs> we're just talking shit and okay <laughs> and you know like talking about like your new um podcast I I'm really excited for it I'm excited to see what you're gonna do with it excited to be contribute to it okay and, and yeah I'm excited to see like what you have coming coming in the next few months no thank you so much for having me you asked me to do this and I was like uh of course excuse me of course <laughs> I would love to be here and just uh, 
talk shit and record it and just post about it. Why just, not? Uh, are you like who doesn't love a little bit of hot afternoon tea? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, and I hope everybody enjoyed their episode and have a good night. Bye. Bye. this is jabber podcast executive produced by john madison if you have a question comment topic or story you want to share we want to hear it email jabbr pod at gmail.com or send us a dm on instagram or twitter at jabber pod this podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only stories and mentions are not meant to hurt anyone or their subtitle parties intro and outro la step by we (laughs) 